الحساب السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بيو من الله تعالى يوستوفيك ميت أمل حساب بلاتفورم سيوس وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم مع سليم كريم تزاك الله خيرا تاو تكنيشنز برادر جنيد كان برادر رياض حسين نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحلل أقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم all praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 5th of Sha'aban, 1445, on this blessed, honorable day of Jumu'ah Friday. With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, today we focus on Chapter 33, Surah Al-Ahzab, verses 15 and 16. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is highlighting the crimes of the Jews and the Mushrikeen and the crimes of the hypocrites, but more so the crimes of the Jews there in Medina Munawwara. They had signed a covenant and a treaty with the Muslims, and now when the Mushrikeen idol worshippers of Makkah came and the hypocrites came, then they joined them in the coalition and violating the very covenant on which they signed on. Hence, Almighty Allah exposes their treachery, and you can see their treachery in this day and this age, the baby killers, the war criminals, the guilty of ethnic cleansing and crimes of human- against humanity. So remember, it is a repeat of these crooks and these super-terrorists in various parts of the world. Chapter 33 and verses 15 and 16. Almighty Allah Jalla says, وَلَقَدْ كَانُوا And if you know the Arabic language, it means وَلِلَّهِ And by Almighty Allah, indeed, كَانُوا They already took أَهَدُ A covenant and a pledge with Almighty Allah. Almighty Allah's name was enshrined and mentioned من قَبْلُ Before. لَا يُوَلُّونَ adbar That they will not turn on the hills. So the battle of Badr, the Muslims beat the Mushrikeen, the idol worshippers. And in the battle of Uhud, remember in the third year of the Hijrah, the non-Muslims got the advantage. And thereafter, remember, this covenant was signed. If anybody attacks Medina Munawwara, then we all will stand united and we will defend Medina Munawwara. And if we attack the enemy, then we all will stand together. So they were supposed to help the Muslims. But instead of helping the Muslims, remember they helped the enemy. And we had the fence-sitters. Every time you will find fence-sitters and people who commit this crime of fence-sitting, they are guilty of a major offense. Remember that. So, la yuwallun al-adbar. They will not turn on the hills, and here they turn on the hills. 
Whenever there's a covenant pledge of Almighty Allah, then definitely you will be questioned about it. You will not get away with impunity. Even today, people think they commit the war crimes, the ethnic cleansing and genocide, and they'll get away with it. Just look at the disgrace they go through in this world and then in the year after, everlasting doom and gloom and everlasting Jahannam. And therefore, they are a cursed nation forever. And Almighty Allah says He will continue punishing the Jutlas. Chapter 7, verse 167. The worst, worst type of punishment will afflict them at different times, different places, right till the day of justice. And remember, you're running away from death and you're thinking that you will be able to escape the wrath and punishment of Allah is a figment of your imagination. Qul, say, Ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, firaru. You're running away and taking flight will not benefit you. In farartum min al if you are running away from death, awil qatli, or you are running away, that the enemy, meaning the Muslims, will come and kill you, or somebody else will kill you, Hitler or whoever. And even if you run away from death, or you must remember from being killed, then remember you will only benefit also for a little while. Now the Jutlas are coming into Cape Town, the Zionists are coming there to Cape Town, and they want to change the demographics of the Western Cape. So how long will you benefit? Except for a little but remember, and then again you'll be humiliated and disgraced forever they'll be humiliated disgraced in this world and in the year after will be everlasting doom and gloom Allahumma hafazna amin Allahumma jirna min al-nar Almighty Allah protect and save us from the fire and Almighty Allah protect us from these enemies, these subhumans remember that in the words of Gideon Levi Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The time now is 4.46 here in South Africa AM. And let us go around the world, locally, nationally, internationally, globally, with the news, views, and interviews. Hezbollah, whom we call Hezbollah Shaitan, because Shias are kuffar, but yeah, we support them. Anybody causes harm to America, NATO, Europe, Britain, or, for example, Israel, remember the rogue apartheid terrorist Nazi regime, we support them, whether they're atheists or whether they're non-Muslims or whoever. So Hezbollah, we call them Hezbollah Shaitan, attacked Israel with many, many rockets and so forth. Well done to you. And if you put few jutlas also away, we will say Alhamdulillah, very good. We praise all, Allah, Jalla See these Haramis, these Zionists, what they did yesterday, war crime upon war crime upon war crime. The Jutlas entered the Nasir hospital and they were shooting the civilians. They even murdered and killed one patient and injured several others. This is a war crime. So look at how they kill people with their missiles. Then they want starvation. These are all war crimes. And then remember what they do. They tell them evacuate from the hospital. 
you evacuate, get out, get out. And when they evacuate, the snipers are waiting there to shoot and kill them. So this is your democracy, the only democracy in the Middle East. And this is the most moral army in the Middle East or in the world. The most satanic, satanic force in the world, the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel and the most immoral army, baby killers, 30,000 people they have killed, 90% of them innocent civilians and remember the western hypocrisy, the swines we must call them and that is what the Quran Sharif calls them and their supporters remember that Allah Ta'ala transformed the Jews who rebelled against the prophets Nabi Musa, Nabi Harun into monkeys and swines chapter number 5 verse number 60 and what about all those who support them America, Europe, the Arab Tanpot dictators, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates and Jordan and Egypt Bahrain and Morocco so they all are guilty and complicit in this crime so what is the real aim Israel wants to reoccupy Gaza steal all the gas steal all the minerals there and push them out to Sinai and the Pharaoh is there so eventually they will bribe them up and tell them take so many million billion dollars and so forth inshallah we hope there will be a revolution in Egypt in Saudi Arabia in all these places in United Arab Emirates or the punishment of all Allah will descend on these places Allahumma sallit alayhim kalban min kilafik we make dua every week and every day Ya Allah send your dogs against these dogs yeah. and we see how many stray dogs are attacking the Israelis even they know who the real dogs are and the Israeli press is carrying that can you believe that Hamas is not a terrorist organization. That is what United Nations said. Martin Griffiths made it very, very clear. And yesterday I sent it out to thousands of people on X and Twitter, on Telegram and all the groups. So you must send out this thing. The biggest terrorists are America. The biggest terrorists are Israel. And the biggest terrorists and Haramis are those who support them. And we need to name and shame them and nail them. Just look at the Israeli diaper force, what they did. They stole 25 million U.S. dollars worth of stuff, gold and money and cash and so forth, and valuables from Gaza and the people of Gaza. And they're proud about it, 25 million U.S. dollars. And these are what they do. They are master crooks. They steal everything. It's in their DNA, you must remember that. Therefore, the only solution this Harami will understand is one settler one bullet will settle everything forever inshallah so they are raiding invading the Nasir hospital all war crimes remember it's the only functioning hospital there in Gaza al-Mubarakah and that also they go and attack Greece is supposed to be an orthodox Christian country but when Satan Lucifer gets hold of you then you think also not from your front but from your back you must remember Remember that. So Greece has legalized same-sex marriages.
is now so Adam can marry Steve and Eve can get married to you understand to uh, Susie or whatever so all this the satanic system we must remember this Houthi is doing a good job there from Yemen fired another British ship you must remember and they hit their target even they hit them little bit to shake them up you must remember this type of things this Israeli Haramis who entered and invaded and raided the Nasir hospital they arrested so many Palestinians and they say no these are terrorists anybody you pick up is a terrorist but the world knows that the biggest terrorist and super terrorist are Israel themselves you must remember that Venezuela kicks out the UN personnel and says that you are spies and you get out from here you want a regime change so it's better you don't stay here Egypt you must remember is helping Israel and America and now they're building that buffer zone and so forth and so on so instead of helping the Muslims remember that that is why they got rid of President Hafiz Muhammad Mursi Rahimahullah and brought about this murtad and harami Ibn al-Yahudiyah Sisi Pakka murtad and enemy of Islam just like MBS murtad bin Shaitan of Saudi Arabia and MBZ of UAE Murtad bin Zindiq we must name them and shame them and all these Salafi scholars who are collecting money from them you scholars for dollars so remember shame on you as well South African troops remember killed in Congo so what you doing there first of all you must remember that you know you are overweight you can't even run properly you're not even fit enough to go majority of them is just understand Kana Pina did you look at the South African army you know apartheid was a crime against humanity but if you looked at the whiteies in the army in the 60s 70s and so forth and 80s you knew these guys were well trained and they were in ship shape condition trim condition you look at our army guys opposite here we got the army gymnasium and center you look at them they look like clowns you must remember that oversized and when they walk also you can see they're just eating drinking and sleeping that's all them so you must remember that so many wars Israel fought but this is the first war where Israel's credit rating dropped what does that tell you a great great victory for Hamas and the Palestinians that remember the world is waking up to the war crimes and genocide and ethnic cleansing militarily politically internationally they are disgraced everywhere unless you're a donkey then we can't help it you must remember that in 2023 so many journalists were murdered and killed 75% or more of the journalists killed this is all their reports so you must remember were martyred murdered killed there in Gaza and that is Israel they want to get rid of all the international and foreign media so they can kill more and more people remember the Jutlas they among themselves they're fighting inshallah Israel will suffer 
you must remember a civil war and yesterday last night thousands of jutlas marching against Netanyahu and his government we want the hostages back home immediately we want elections immediately and so forth and so on UK you can appoint a prime minister who's an Indian you must remember he'll give you garam masala he'll give you some hot spices he doesn't know whether he's drinking cow milk or cow urine so UK is gone into recession and it is the anti-Semitism has reached its peak never ever so what you expect when you have a government that is supporting Israel both Haramis your Labour Party Harami your Tories Conservative Harami and you support the illegal occupation of Palestine and so forth so people will resist in every way and you can do nothing about it there was a minister Hindu Sula she said that these marches of the for Palestine and that are hate crimes Allah humiliated her disgraced her she got kicked out of the cabinet herself so that is Allah Ta'ala's system Marwan Barghuti he is in jail in the Israeli apartheid terrorist jail for 22 years just like Yahya Sinwar so remember once the hostages Mubadalatul Usara will take place that there will be exchange of hostages maybe it's not sure but negotiations are going on that now Marwan Barghuti after 22 years has to be released and so forth and so on India don't forget India they are our worst enemies Quran says chapter 5 verse number 82 your worst worst enemies remember are the Jews and the Hindus the idol worshippers we never said every Hindu or every Jew but we definitely will say majority of them look at Israel the rogue apartheid terror look at apartheid India and see now they want all the personal details of the people in Kashmir you know Kashmir is 80-90% Muslim and they already stripped them of their special rights and so forth so this is what the BJP wants the Modi's party and the RSS Hindufta you want to stay here you must stay here as a third fourth class citizen otherwise Jao Jao Pakistan Jao Jao you pack up and go to Pakistan or we send you to the graveyard and cemetery let's take you around yes South Africa some very very interesting news so the DA charge Paul Matashile he is supposed to be the deputy president for corruption how many charges they got against him and so forth and then if you know what's going on so then Mias Farm you know Mias Farm here I never studied there so now they're trying to now incriminate Mias Farm as well. I want to pose one question. Let's say Mias Farm gave ANC money. Whose money they gave? Their own money. So you, DA, you took money from Israel. Until now you are taking money from Israel. And you know how much they stole from the Palestinians and so forth. So who is the criminal? You must remember that. Isn't it about time we expose this DA and all their cronies and so forth and so on? I passed the fatwa a few weeks ago or months ago. For you Muslims, if you go through Iman, wherever you are, it's haram for you to vote DA. It's haram 
haram. You can take my name anywhere. You know, we got a big war with these jutlas and haramis. We need to name them, shame them, and nail them. Remember that. They only got one answer. We support the two-state solution. The two-state solution is dead. We want one democratic Palestine, and everybody's rights must be equal, and the six million people, Palestinians, in diaspora must become back to Palestine. So what you are taking Mia's farm for? So they use their own money. Is their prerogative? So what you want to poke your ugly, dirty nose in their matters and so forth and so on? It's an absolute shame and disgrace. Let me make this very clear. We don't carry favor with any person, any organization, anybody, politician or government. It's an absolute shame and disgrace. There's Muslims today want to invite politicians for a Friday to deliver the Jumma lecture, Friday lecture in the mosque. It's an absolute shame and disgrace for Molvis from here and there that they're going to have their meetings and the crooked politicians from the ANC will come address them in the hall and all Molvis sitting there like mice. Are you all crazy? You forgot the words of Sufyan Sauri? Ya milhal umma idha fasad al milhu fasadat wa'am. Oh, you're supposed to be ulama. That when the ulama, you are the salt of this umma. When the salt of this umma is corrupted and poisonous, then the whole umma will become corrupted. But what can you expect from these people? They are the very people who close the mosque. They are the very people who cannot say she has a kuffar. They are the same bootlickers. They are campaigning for the ANC and so forth. And therefore, they invite them and so forth to their mosque and so I ask you, human being, Muslim, non-Muslim, does Bela Bal they got there? They won't allow you to allow homeschooling. They want to impose upon you their education system, which will erode and totally wipe out our family structures. What you speak about that? So remember that now two to four o'clock, quarter past four, we had load shedding here in the morning. So they can't even solve the load shedding problem. They can't even solve the water problem. Basic, basic necessities and masters in crookery and corruption. So a shame and disgrace. I told you a hundred times, if any politician, president, deputy, if they come to me, I won't even shake their hand. I will feel ashamed to even shake their hand. They might corrupt me in the mix. But what can you expect from scholars, from dollars? Allah, Jallah, Allah, protect us all. Mawlana Salim Karim, Barakallahu Fikum. You got nearly half an hour. Oh, let me give you the program for today. So remember, any one of you got nikah announcement, so please send it through 084-786-3132. And that is the nikah announcement, 10 to 10.30. Mawzaid Khan will announce. I sent to him two announcements already. Maybe he's got others. So please send it now early in the morning. Then, inshallah, that we will take you to Makkah Mukarramah 11.35. Inshallah, remember, will be the khutbah. Another chamcha, another sidekick of the MBS Murtad bin Shaitan. I don't even call him Sheikh. Abdullah Awad al-Juwani. I'm telling you now, you will see, he will take the name of the king and the crown prince. Don't they even feel ashamed, you'll understand. The people who are helping Israel and you take their name right in front of the Kaaba Musharrafah. 
disgrace, man. It's a shame, you know. So anyway, we translate it to expose them. You must remember and show you the propaganda they make right from the Haram Sharif in Makkah. And thereafter, inshallah, I will be going for the Fortsburg. You must remember for the Jumma lecture, Mujami Masjid or Jumma Masjid, whatever they call in Crown Road, and that will be twelve twenty-five the Adhan, twelve thirty-five the lecture, inshallah. Then again, I will come back home and then go back, inshallah, to Houghton, the West Street Masjid there, the white one, you know. So you must remember, we got nikah there, Suhail, Pakistani's daughter is getting married. So 5.15, 5.30, around there is the nikah today before Asr. So inshallah, Aziz will be there. Tonight, inshallah, very interesting program, 8 to 9, Brother Alamin Templeton with current affairs and telling you what's happening. And 9 to 10, Mufti Ibrahim Smith, who you just heard just now, he will be interviewing the legal eagles and that will be our brother Yusha Tayyab and Zahir Adam and they'll be discussing the secular courts and Islamic law and Islamic courts and so forth so very interesting discussion may all may Allah always let us stand for the truth and for justice Amin. Mawlana Salim Karim we have 25 minutes inshallah you can fire up let's give preference to all the non-Muslims who want to take out AK we're waiting for you Jutlas and Haramis fire up A.K., you are making us curious. You present a great show. However, stop, stop, stop generalizing. At least say something good about Jews that do good. We are not all evil humans. I just told you now, you jutla. Didn't I quote chapter 5, verse 82? I said, Muslims, your worst, worst enemies are the Jews and the Hindus. We never, ever say every Jew. We never, ever say every Hindu. But we definitely will say majority of Jews and majority of Hindus. You just have to look at the unholy alliance between Israel and India. That is my exact words. So didn't I praise some of you and tell you you are not the bad guys, but majority of you are the bad guys. So you, the few, you should speak against your India. You should speak against Israel and don't hide in the closet. That is we are saying. See how I speak openly. So don't try and dare say I made generalized statements. No, we know what we are saying. And therefore, not once can you tell me I said every Jew or every Hindu. Not once in my life did I say that. We say majority Jews. We say majority Hindus. And you just have to see the facts in front of you. Look at Israel. I've been there for Palestine. We don't say Israel. We say occupied Palestine five times. And go see India, I've been there six, seven times and go see. We don't speak from our thumb and our pocket. We speak with facts, brother, sister. To Muslims have to have Arabic names. I haven't heard a Muslim called Jonathan from Johnson. So you must remember that we believe in the noble Quran, the direct speech of all Allah. We believe in the teaching, preaching of the Prophet Muhammad, Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah and both a wahi revelation that is supra logical and is good for all times, all places, all circumstances. These are the words of Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Habibuna. 
Wasallam. So you will be called by you, your name, and your father's name, biological father, not adopted father, on the day of ju- just justice, the day of judgment. So what must you do? Choose good, good names. The hadith is mentioned in Abu Dawood and Mishkat Sharif. Therefore, it's best to use Arabic names, but not compulsory. So if you use non-Arabic names, but the good meaning, so it's acceptable. So we don't keep Jonathan and so forth and Spitzkit and all these type of thing. Abdul Qadir, my name. When I grew up, I asked my beloved parents, why Abdul Qadir? They said, I can cover. Say, Pirano, Pir, Abdul Qadir Jilani, Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani. So you must follow him. I said, Alhamdulillah. So when I grew up and I had, you know, some understanding, I would ask my parents a lot of questions. So I said, why you name me Abdul Qadir? They said there was a sage of the age, Hazrat Pirani Pir, Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani. I went to his Qabar Mubarak and Mazar also, there in Baghdad and Iraq in the year 2000. You asked Moha Salim Karim why his honorable parents named him Salim. So he'll be protected min kulli su wa makuru from all type of harm and evil, inshallah. So we have wonderful names. You should try it, you non-Muslims. Remember that because your name has a direct impact on your character and personality. Muslims will be starting their fast next month for one month. Instead of doing this, can they fast 11 months consecutively and not to fast for 11 years, Joshua? Remember in Islam, I just made a statement now, Joshua. Remember they had Joshua Daw, your uncle. You remember in the furniture business. So Joshua, Yusha. So anyway, there's the Arabic term. So let us give you now the terminology is write it down that this, not this Sunday night, next week Sunday night will be Laylatun Nisfim in Shaban in South Africa, Southern Africa. That's a bonus Allah is giving us an introduction to the month of Ramadan and to 80-90% of the world and that it will be next week Saturday night, not this Saturday night, next week Saturday night the 15th night of Shaban which is a big auspicious night Night. Go open Sheikh Albani's work, his encyclopedia, Silsila Ahadis Sahia, which I have, Volume 3, Hadith number 1144. He did an excellent job breaking the Salafis and all of them who say that it's not a big night, and he mentioned the Ahadis there. Almighty Allah will forgive every person who is a Muslim on that 15th night of Shaban. People who are non-Muslims, insane and mature, and people who have grudges, malice, rancor, hatred, severed ties, they will not be forgiven. So that will be next week, Sunday night, Saturday night, depending where you are. Then on the 11th, my brother Joshua, remember of March, that is Monday, so that Monday night, the Taraweeh will start, we will start reading the Quran Sharif by memory, millions of us throughout the world, and not one Jutla, not one Jew, not one Christian can do that, not a single one can do that, but hard to read, you must remember the Torah, or the Injil, the Gospel, the Bible, and then Tuesday, 12th 
of March, the fasting will start, inshallah, Aziz. I just told you now, our religion is based on wahi, revelation. Revelation is supra-logical. We don't use our logic when there is divine text, when there is prophetic text. So you say fast for 11 months. Nay, we don't fast for 11 months. We say you must fast, remember, mandatory, compulsory for this month of Ramadan as enshrined in the Noble Quran, chapter 2, verse 183. And the other 11 months remember if you want to fast so you fast on Mondays and Thursdays you fast on the 13th 14th 15th of the Islamic lunar month that is Sunnah and Nabawiya Islam wants at a perfect system and we must fulfill the rights of creator and creation every day so you must remember and we must do so simultaneously story time Yesterday, Salim Karim, one brother asked me a question, right? So what was the question? He said, this brother, Muslim, he said, Mufti Saab, you know what? Whenever I want to fulfill my conjugal rights with my wife, she says she's very tired and she's sick and she's tired and all this kind of things. What must I do? So I want to give him two answers. You see, I said that best thing for you, that Ramadan is coming now, 15 Shaban is coming now. So you give your wife a Sehri special. What do you say about that? You start your day with a nice, you understand, bang, like you see. And second one, if still she don't listen, tell her you'll take a second wife and then see how active she will be. So don't make excuses, your wife. We got solutions for a lot of things here. Remember that. I have dripsy, so after making wudu for my first salah, do I have to remake wudu to perform my sunnah after first salah? Remember, we're speaking about urine drops, Maulana Salim Karim? Right. So you must remember that people who have this illness, sickness, there are two, three things you must remember. Number one, the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, he Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu sallam said, Inna lil shaytanan yuqalu lahu al-walahan. So for hudu, there's a Satan, Shaitan, appointed for that. His name is Walahan, W-A-L-A-H-A-N, not Wuhan. Wuhan covered all China business. So remember Walahan. So Walahan comes, he puts a lot of doubt in your mind and so forth. So after you perform hudu, drink the water standing, it's Sunnah and Abawiya. You take from the car, from the tap and you stand and you drink. And second one is this, take some water and then sprinkle on your clothing by the private part and so forth. But if you are sure you have a dripping problem, plumbing problem and so forth and it's continuing, then you are ma'zur. So for every first salat, you have to make a fresh wudu. Now further time has entered, you made wudu before your sunnats and then you read sunnats and you have this problem all the time, 90% of the time so you perform your first salat as well and you don't have to repeat the wuzu. But if it is occasional, so then you will have to repeat the wuzu and always read the dua. Allahumma inni a'udhu bikamin al-walahan. O Almighty Allah, protect me from walahan, the Satan, the Shaitan.
shaitan hadith intermedia gave it to you if you are doubting and you know you're getting confused and your fuses are getting blown in salat the hadith is mentioned in muslim sharif that the satan shaitan's name is khinzab he blows our fuses you youngsters going to perform tarawi and so forth you don't know his first rakat his second rakat you got caught up with the mutashabiyat you started in the third juice and you ended up in the 20th juice so from now start reading Allahumma inni a'udhu becoming a lakhinzab Ya Allah protect me from Satan, Shaitan and especially Walahan for wudu time and khinzab for salat and prayer time they don't blow my fuses and they don't confuse me Sir, in a war it is not a crime to kill innocent people without cause how does God judge the oppressor? Always you must remember Islam teaches that that life is sacred. You can't kill civilians, you must remember. And when you murder innocent people, civilians without justification, for Nasa Jamia, when you kill one, it's like you kill the entire human race. That is what Islam is teaching. And that's why we say the Jutlas and the Jews and the Hindus there in India, when they murder and kill our people then they're practicing on apartheid and they are practicing on the how many people are killed 30,000 people 90% of them you must remember innocent people babies are being killed and remember that the United States journalist and you know, Christopher Hedges go read I sent it out the other day he said he has covered so many wars but first time he sees where children are being targeted as a sport and they laugh that they kill this child and that child and so forth so that is what we object to strongly and we have to shame and name the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel the children of Hitler chapter number 5 and verse number 32 go and read that what Quran says when you kill one person without justification, you have killed the entire human race. When you save one person's life, then it is as though as you have saved the whole entire humanity. Chapter 5 and verse number 32. Muslims and Jews are arch rivals. What is the reason for this as Muslims? also believe in Prophet Musa. So where's the contradiction? My brother, you must study history. Before the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel came into existence, before the squatters and the invaders entered into Palestine in the year 45, 46, 47, go and study Iran, go and study Iraq, go and study Morocco, go and study Spain, go and study all these countries and go and see that the Jews who were there, what they will tell you. Go read the books of history. There was also always coexistence between Jews and between Muslims and so forth. Peacefully, they lived in harmony. But then you must remember that Zionism came to the fore. Zionism started long time, you must remember. But practically, they came with the ideology and they said, we are superior. And they hijacked Judaism. And then they said, we want the Zionist state. And they will use, otherwise, if you take the founding fathers of Zionism, 
They're not even believing Jews. They are atheists, you must remember. Since when Hazel and them are proper Jews, you must remember. Your Ben-Guron and all of them. These are all Zionists, you must remember that. But they use Judaism just as a vehicle to fool the people like how in Pakistan and Muslim countries you take your Saudi Arabia and Arab countries today they will use Islam when it suits them no you can't speak against the ruler you must obey the ruler today's chapter today's sermon remember that Abdullah Awajwani I can tell you from now he's going to tell you that no you must obey your rulers and so forth we say go fly a kite your rulers are not even Muslim they're murtads you must remember that's so what you're talking about obeying them so people use religion you must remember for their hidden agenda today Islam is commercialized and people use it to fill their pockets you must remember that is the truth and remember so Zionism is a political ideology where you must have that and Israel must expand and America will be the one government one world order and the capital will be Jerusalem and run by the Zionists and so forth so that is what they want and the true Muslims and Hamas are now fighting back and that's why the world media is silent on that let Muslims go into a Jewish hospital and shoot and for one week one month the media will make a noise yeah you must remember the Jutlas Harami super terrorists enter Nasir hospital shoot indiscriminately terrorize the people and one day it is news and after that is marginalized and so forth. So that is what you need to understand. Can inheritance be swapped for something else? Example, my dad left a house for me and a Ferrari for my brother. Can the tables be turned? Remember that when a Muslim person passes away, so first thing is burial, funeral expenses. Second one is the debts of the deceased, personal, corporate, business debts, all must be paid immediately. Wasiya for non is even for a non-Muslim. You can bequeath for Tom, Dick, and Mary. So that is the beauty of Islam. A non-Muslim, a Jew, a Hindu help you so many times in life. So you bequeath something for him, maximum one-third of the net estate. Fourth is the shares of the heirs. So now, first thing, beside the Ferrari and house, let's speak about you, the sons and so forth. So you must remember sons and daughters that remember you should be reading this dua surah 14 verse 41 rabbana aghfir li wa li walidayya wa lil mu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab oh beloved allah forgive me forgive my beloved parents and the believers the day the reckoning is established for us to pray for non-muslims after they have died totally haram not permissible surah chapter 9 verse 84 wala to you can't pray for non-Muslims you can't visit them in the graveyard and so forth yes you the son of your father who passed away it's Friday today Jumu'ah only for men and male this is the law go visit the grave and the cemetery of your, the way your father mother are buried both of them or one of them see next week I'm going to Heidelberg why I go to Heidelberg once a month, once in two months, three months? For this reason. Lecture we can give anywhere. 
but my parents are buried there, my siblings are buried there, my brothers and so forth. So therefore, once in a while, we go there on a Friday. So once you, the son, you go to your parents' grave on a Friday, both of them, one of them, so Allahu, you'll be forgiven, and Wakutibabara considered a pious son, the Hadith in Bayaki. For women to go graveyard, totally haram, we say totally haram. We're not interested in other people's fatwas. This is what Quran teaches us, that is what Sunnah Mubarakah teaches us. Now let's come to your situation. One side is a Ferrari, one side is a house. So both of you are sane, both of you are mature. So if you reach an amicable agreement, you take the Ferrari, I take the house. If both of you are there, gentlemen's agreement, you transfer to one another, so fine, there's no problem. Islamically permissible. But in that Ferrari and house, don't forget your parents also. That daily you should be making dua for them. So if it is done, you all are sane, you are mature, and amicably you all agree, so acceptable Islamically. If a Muslim does not disturb their zakat, are they still regarded as Muslims and are they in the fold of Islam? What relationship do we have with them? When people, they have millions and millions and they don't pay zakat, this is what Quran Sharif teaches us. I just cite for you two verses from the Noble Quran. وَالَّذِينَ يَكْنِزُونَ الذَّهَبَ and those people who are storing their gold and silver in under the matras, pala, pala, and wherever else, or under, you understand, some uh, safe or whatever, and wala yunfikunaha fi sabilillah. They don't spend it in the part of Allah, meaning that they don't pay the zakat, which is compulsory charity, two and a half percent. You must work on the current market value in gold and silver. Fabashiruhum bi adabin alim. So announce to them a painful, terrible punishment. Chapter 9, Surah Tawbah, verses 34-35, their entire body will be burning, the front, the back, the sides, everything, and the flanks. This is what you hoarded and you stored. Now taste the punishment. What you were hoarding, storing. Chapter 9, verses 34-35. And those people who don't pay the zakat, Quran Sharif states, that those people remember who are by making bukhal, they are miser, they are stingy, and so forth regarding the payment of zakat. They must not think, it is better for them, but it is worse for them. So here all Mighty Allah is teaching us in chapter 3 and verse number 180, It's not your business acumen or your business degree that you got the millions and so forth. Allah gave you out of His grace you're not paying your stinginess and miserliness is not better for you it is worse for you what will happen that wealth of yours will take the shape and the form of a snake and a serpent and will become a yoke around your neck Quran says because of your stinginess it will become the yoke around the neck and say 
Anamaluk, Anakanzuk, Anamaluk, Anakanzuk, I'm your wealth, I'm your treasure. I'm going to punish you now because you did not pay your zakat. The person is a Muslim. Unless he rejects the compulsion of zakat, then he becomes non-Muslim. So pay your zakat. Chapter number 3, verse 180, 180. And hadith of Mustafa sallallahu in the marasil of Abu Dawood, zakat. Today we wonder that we're losing so much money. Our business is turning upside down. Did you pay your zakat? Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, your wealth that you pay as zakat will be a protection for your wealth and your assets. Allah Jalla wala grant us tawfiq to understand ji. I'm part of Tablim Jamaat and regularly go out. But I've asked them, why do we not go to non-Muslims to give dawah? They said, we should first get ourselves right and we only give dawah to Muslims. Is this correct? 100% correct. I'm asking you one question. You're going to Tom, Dick and Mary, they will ask you questions. Why pork is haram? Why alcohol is haram? Why this? What you can give answer? 90% of the Muslim Ummah are ignorant today. So you must focus on yourself, focus on Muslim. That is the work of Tablik, Jamaat and so forth. Hazrat Mohana Ilyas, Nawarallahu Marqadahu, started this work in 1925-1926 in Mewa, Delhi and so forth. So 100 years ago, Islamically, Allah grant him the highest stages in Jannatul Firdaus. No Mawlana, no Sheikh, no Darulum, nobody did the work globally, internationally, like Tablik Jamaat. So you just focus on that. Leave this of non-Muslims to us. We will sort out the Jutlas and our enemies and so forth. We open the floor for them. Ask whatever you want, uncensored, and that is our job. So you don't get involved in that. You stick to your six points, and that is good for you. Last question, Morana, inshallah. To the Muslim world, just give us Palestine and the war is over. No need to kill more people and raise more money. So you must remember that, you see, Jutlas, that is your problem. You're so greedy, you want to steal Palestine, then you want to steal, you must remember Egypt, then you want to steal Syria, then you want to, look at your flag, look at your flag, you Harami, you super terrorist and Zionist. Your flag is white and it's got blue line on top, blue line at the bottom. What does that blue line tell you? Minal furati ilanil, you want to occupy from River Nile in Egypt right up to Euphrates. So that is what you want. You want world domination. And we say as Muslims, we will never give America world domination. Our Taliban whoop them and lash them. They'll never come again. Whether Biden comes in or whether Trump comes in or some other donkey comes in, no one dare go back to Afghanistan. And remember that you come here to Palestine, you will forget again to do your nonsense. You must remember, you go back to Masjid al-Aqsa and try and steal it. As you stole our mosque in Hebron, you try it again and see. So you must remember, this is a lesson. We are teaching the Jutlas, the Haramis, and the Zionists, and the Americans. We're not going to take your nonsense anymore. One settler, one bullet will settle the issue forever. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.